Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need you all to hold your applause and silence your cell phones. And most importantly, shut your mouth, because United by Wrestling Podcast is live, baby. I'm your host, Dustin Instruction, and to my right, he's fighting and podcasting from Asheboro, North Carolina. He's the most boring man in the world. Oh, fuck. My co-host. <laughs> the shipster, baby. Fuck you. <laughs> I just found that, though. If I'm podcasting with the most boring man in the world, what's that make me exactly? I was like, I mean, and first off, well, second off, I mean, I'm not the most boring, but holy shit. And... <laughs> He's it being the best in the world right now, the real most boring man in the world. So no, I don't even know. We know somebody else that's even more boring than he oh, is. Oh yeah, possibly. actually that is that is true. We do know somebody, the other guy. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, the shipes up right here. All right, let's get some you know things, some handiwork out of the way. This uh, <laughs> this podcast is sponsoring you, and if you're listening to this and you're under the age of twenty one, uh, cover your ears and whatever. <laughs> um, this. Podcast is brought to you by a beer I just tried called Budweiser Jim Bean. It's a pretty damn good beer. I mean, I know if there's our friends from England or something watching us, they're probably laughing their ass off at us, thinking that's good. But <laughs> Well, we don't have that fancy English beer. Or I'll say anything European or Irish. I mean, God, those guys have it good. So that's what it's presented to you by. And the other thing it's presented to you by, uh, well, I forgot. So... That's, that's a good one. I like that. Well, I forgot. So, all right. We are doing our Money in the Bank reaction show today. Uh, before we're anything else, though, we're kind of doing things different this week. We're expanding our horizon. The birdies are turning into the eagles. We're flapping our wings. We're actually going to do two podcasts this week. Now, I wanna, can you handle doing editing to two podcasts? Two podcasts in a week? Or your, boy got, your boy got this. I got so, this. This is for Money in the Bank. We're not getting into it, but you know, there's this podcast, Money in the Bank, which which in the slogan is going <gasps> to be like, which is going to be in our thumbnail. Is this a joke? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Y'all are going to love the thumbnail for this. And then the second, we are going to do a AEW. If you've lived under a rock, there's a, kind of a show going on this Saturday called AEW Double or Nothing, so we kind of want to just preview it and give our thoughts going into the event. Oh my god, that's this Saturday? I had no idea. So I am very much looking forward to that. But alright, Money in the Bank. <gasps> Watch it. Well, we should cover two things that happened after Money in the Bank that kind of really cursed it. Uh, what did you think about the Raw uh, 24-7 championship thing? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, okay, any, I've noticed, I've come to one conclusion. Anytime Mick Foley is in WWE to unveil a new title, it's gonna be, it's gonna look ugly as shit. Because last time he was there, he unveiled what the hell was it, the Universal title, I believe. Uh, I was thinking, I think he was Rob GM when that got. And, and then announced. now he unveils the twenty fourth. That thing looks atrocious. <laughs> I mean, gee, I hope they don't try to sell that on shop. Because, good God. But did they try to sell the eco-friendly one? Yes. What one's more ugly, do you think? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'd probably still have to narrowly edge it to the eco title, because that thing looks like a, a burlap sack. <laughs> and at least the 24-7 title actually still looks like a title. 
Yeah. But I mean, at the at the at like its core, though, I mean, I think it's it's mildly entertaining. Like all the little side storylines for like the mid carters, like tonight, Drake Mavericks going around outside the venue before Raw and like going around with little wanted posters that he made up looking for our truth, and. It's like the little sub storylines it gives like like uh Bully Ray tweeted out was it yesterday? It's like it gives a lot of deserving superstars TV time which normally wouldn't have it. I mean that's the concept that I like about it. I mean obviously you know we know for a fact what the hell title it's supposed to be but you can't exactly slap somebody with a pancake and call it hardcore. <laughs> so but it's just like uh, I like the fact that it's going to give people that don't normally get TV time TV time and well it adds a it adds the opportunity to have a championship on their resume. Yeah, um, I mean Robert Roode is a uh... Twenty four seven champion. It's like he was, and then For like two minutes. Yeah, it's like I mean that whole see that thing though that thing with him and Truth when he was like he, he's like he's hiding him out in the trunk of the car and then he like walks over and opens the car door to give him a ride and a fucking referee sitting in there. I mean that that kind of shit was funny. It was entertaining and like you know like I said it, it gives it gives superstars that wouldn't normally have TV time some TV time. And I mean, overall, I mean, it's cool. I mean, how long that coolness and fad will last? But I mean, for the most part, at least people get some TV time. No, look at it this way: Titus O'Neil won his first ever championship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't I mean, been seen on TV in God knows how long. But it's his first title. I like you know I like the fact that Truth has it right now because obviously we know how entertaining Truth can be. Oh. And like, what was it tonight on SmackDown? He he was. He accompanied Carmella to the ring, but he had a, like a wig on and really tight jeans, and he was dressed up like a. He was trying to be like all like a fabulous and shit, and then like the whole locker room, like all the mid carters come running out there after him, and they chase him away. I mean that that shit's entertaining, so it's like for the most part, it's not a bad idea. I mean, know it to WWE, they'll fuck it up at some point, but at least for right now deserving superstars get TV time and that's what matters. That's what a lot of the wrestlers are saying because the initial reaction is like, seriously? Do we need another title on Raw? Don't we have enough titles and that aren't being used? Like, you know, good good example of the two, two tag teams, champions that weren't even featured on Money in the Bank. Yep. But it does give, you know, bring some intrigue instead of knowing there's a whole bunch of guys just sitting and catering. At least you know maybe one of those guys on catering can pop up and win a title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I say it gives it gives a lot of people some some you know TV exposure and gives them something to do instead of just sit back there and wonder what's on the menu. Yeah, that's my thing. Is I'm just glad they didn't strap the word hardcore on it because, like I said, you know, <laughs> I'd like to leave the memories of you know Crash Holly or whatever walking down into the parking lot getting cracked in the head with a you know freaking. Trash, trash can. Yeah. Instead of a pancake. And then all the shit. That, that's what the equivalent would be nowadays. It's like all the shit from like Blackman and Raven and all those guys and Holly, both both Hollies. And it was like you know that that shit was the good days of the hardcore title. Leave it that way. Because like, God knows I couldn't think of what would be the good days of it now. But um, you I know you had a small little thing you want to top up SmackDown tonight, so I will let you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me touch on before we get into our. Money in the Bank recap. Let me let me touch on some of SmackDown. Okay, uh, obviously, if you've seen the results of SmackDown, obviously the great Dolph Ziggler makes his <laughs> makes his return this evening. Uh, 
And, you know, I, I, I'm a big Ziggler guy. I like Ziggler. Uh, I've liked his work a lot. And But what the fuck kind of shit do you have him come back acting like a damn jealous, crazy ex-girlfriend? You, you, you're wasting a guy like that's talent on stupid shit like that. I mean, he comes out there, and after he, after he assaults Kofi all that, he, he gets he does his little promo. Uh, I, damn near crying, mind you. I mean, his acting job. Don't be wrong. His acting job was phenomenal. He acted the he acted the fuck out of that. But like, he's talking about like I will beat. Kofi at Super Showdown because I have to, and when I do, and when I become champion, you will all love me. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is? It? Like, that's Vince written all over it. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, is this dude like a com- a, a world title competitor, or is he a fucking crazy ex that won't leave you alone? It's like you will love me, love me. Like, dude, that is so fucking stupid and such a waste of a great talent. I mean, like I said, Ziggler's one of the best talents, you know, in the past couple years in WWE. And, I mean, obviously, unfortunately, he got injury prone. But still, his work has been amazing. And then you're going to use it on stupid shit like that? Oh, and then the last one, him knocking out of Legends entrances? Yeah, it's like... The last two runs at Zig, I mean, and the, the the fucked up part is this dude's. Well, I guess the third one was a random one, him trying to be Michaels and McIntyre trying to be Diesel. I mean, the last three runs have been. Well, and it's like the weird the the weird part to remember about all this, he signed a new contract too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I bet he regrets doing that. I mean, I don't, I mean, know. I don't know. Maybe he maybe he enjoyed. I don't. I'm not. I don't know the, what the guy thinks, but I mean, <laughs> I just know that. The, the fact that you're going to bring him back again for another terrible idea. It's like the crazy... From cashing in at Izod Center at 29 to now asking people that... Telling people they'll love him. Yeah, it's like, you will love me! What the fuck, dude? Vince, <laughs> thank you, Vince, for another another brilliant idea. <laughs> oh, and this is all just built up for, you know... Uh, something that's going to go into my... Uh, Rant. I'm about to go, dude, to start off my rate recap. Um, but any, do you have any thoughts about, you know, we're not going to cover anything AEW because that's going to be Friday. Any thoughts about Raw, SmackDown, anything in general before we get started on Money in the Bank? They both still sucked. <laughs> Once again, this is advisory. We don't hate Dota E. We're just very frustrated. I mean, the, only highlight, the only highlight from that I that I uh, caught from SmackDown was apparently Ali and Andrade had a hell of a match. Does that surprise you? No, that doesn't surprise. I'm not saying it surprised. I'm just saying that was the only highlight. And then, well, of course, Ziggler's "You will love me." What the fuck? But well, I mean, Lesnar beatboxing with the okay, Lesnar. Okay, I, I, as much as it pains me to say anything good about Brock Lesnar, that shit was funny. That shit was fucking funny. It's like Lesnar showing personality. Holy crap! Say the, the last time he showed any personality was for rest in peace Eddie Guerrero. See, ever since he's been back, there's been no personality whatsoever. So I mean, at least you know. But it's just one one side note to that, and you 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 all will see it in our thumbnail. Brock Lesnar should never smile. Jesus Christ, that is creepy. Huh. All right. Well. So money in the bank. Yeah. 2019. I, I, I bring it up this because so that you little love me match that's gonna be awesome as we feature Saudi Arabia. Well, Money in the Bank. 
They were promoting Saudi Arabia. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I okay, know yeah, Superstar Showdown. It's like, okay, they have a big event. They were promoting it that it's on the same level or better than WrestleMania. Ha. Ha, ha. yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? My... Sh- shit. How much time we got? You gotta be <laughs> fuck Like, literally, like, me and you were talking about this um, on Skype that night, and... It was like, you know, the whole, sh- the, like, the first half of the show sucked, second half of the show was better, and then, of course, the ending, you know, just pissed everybody off, including us. But the biggest <laughs> part of that show, that whole three-whatever-the-fuck-hour show it was, that pissed me off more than anything else was the, what is bigger or better than WrestleMania Super Show? Are you fucking serious? You have a 35-year tradition, the best week of the year, the biggest week in sports entertainment. Well, and in wrestling in general. And you're, well, it's like the biggest event of, you know, in sports entertainment, the biggest week of professional wrestling all year long. You are going to promote this little one-off bullshit Saudi Arabia show as better than WrestleMania? Those motherfuckers don't give two flying fucks that you're even over there. Half your superstars don't even want to go. And you're promoting matches that we've seen that either matches that we should have seen 15 years ago or that we saw at WrestleMania 10 years ago. Like, no, there is no way on God's green earth that 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 Saudi Arabia is going to be better than WrestleMania at any point. I don't care if it's if I don't care if it's WrestleMania 27. That shit sucked. And it's like, no, that, that literally was like one of like, you know, I, you know, we roll with the punches nowadays in WWE. All right. Raw sucks. SmackDown was okay. Maybe it's at best. Best, but we you still know, watch. It's like, you know, it, it, it's a very hard trying time for WWE right now, but we still watch all that shit. But that was like the one single point that literally pissed me off beyond words because it's like, how can you sit there and shit on what literally helped make you for a little one-off bullshit overpaid Saudi show that nobody gives a flying fuck about. Yeah, they've been telling us for 35 years, WrestleMania, where legends are made, champions are, well, sorry, where champions are made, legends are born, the greatest spectacle in all of sports entertainment. Oh, okay, we're going to go to Saudi. Yo, it's actually bigger or, or on the same level as WrestleMania. Like, why? Why? Because you you have some fucking Saudi prince who's got more money than sense and is willing to throw it at you, and that that makes it better than WrestleMania. Like, I know this sounds like fanboy, but it's like does Vince realize how important WrestleMania is in the year? Like, it's the biggest see, week of the wrestling year. I mean, it's been only gone a month, and he already forgot. I mean, it's only been a month since it happened. Exactly. Did he look at the revenue? Like, like. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you got this fucking Saudi prince dude who loves your company and loves what you do. Great. But he's throwing all this money at you and all your sense is going out the window? Hell no. I mean, that's weird. Was Austin's last match in a Saudi Arabia ring? I'm pretty was sure. Was straight broken in a Saudi Arabia ring? No, let's like, see. I'm pretty sure that was at WrestleMania 19 and WrestleMania 30 here in the United uh, States. Or did Hogan slam Andre in the Saudi Arabia dome? I mean, <laughs> It's like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, did 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 Stone Cold? I don't have to tangent. I just love the like, business, and I hold WrestleMania in the highest regards ever. Like it's the best week for professional wrestling. You know, you have Ring of Honor there, G One, AEW. I'm sure will have a presence this year. Like yeah. it's the best week 
of pro wrestling and countless other indie everybody. shows i mean countless other indie shows always in town it's like it is the biggest week of the wrestling calendar and then you're just going to completely shit on all of that by saying yep this one single fucking little saudi show is going to be better than wrestlemania so you're telling me that the side show is more important than Les- you know taker losing his streak that's, uh, it's on the same level as that. Yeah, you're going to say that, you know, Austin walking into Safeco Field and walking into a WWE ring to compete for the last time is... Flair or is, Michael. Or, you know, all the, the countless battles of Flair, I mean, uh, of Michaels and Taker at WrestleMania, the, you know, Flair, Hogue, all that shit is, like, below a Saudi show? Yeah, did John and Dwayne fight at Saudi? I mean... <laughs> no, actually, I'm pretty, I, I was there for that one. Yeah. That I did sure as hell didn't go to Saudi Arabia. Hell yeah, no. I get it. You know, Goldberg versus Undertaker is a big time matchup that could happen at WrestleMania, but 15 years ago, maybe. Yeah, 2003. Hunter versus Shaw, Hunter versus Orton. We saw WrestleMania. 25. Orton, 10 years ago. Say, that was like, 25, which was 2000. Fucking. So you're going to give us a re. 2009? Because so you're going to give us a regurgitated no. event. You're going to give us a regurgitated event at Saudi Arabia and say it's been a WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, it's just like, um, Taker, Taker and Goldberg should have happened in 2003. Randy Orton and Triple H was like uh, like 2008, 2009. Well, it started a few that freaking 2000. Orton beat Hunter for the world title at SummerSlam 2004, right? That was Benoit. No, Orton, Orton no, won Orton. it. I say Orton. Remember, Orton got kicked off Evolution because he had the world yeah, title. Yeah, because he won the world title and he won it from Benoit at SummerSlam. Okay, well, point is that feud started only back in 2004. Okay, so basically over t- <laughs> another goddamn decade ago, <laughs> and we've been we saw it, we saw it we saw it off and on all the way up until 2010, and it's like, and you're gonna say this regurgitated bullshit is fucking better than WrestleMania? And they wonder why the ratings are low. And you wonder I'm, why... I, I'm just, I mean, you, the ratings were up this week to a 2.5, which is miraculous right now, apparently. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What the fuck? All right. right so let's, well, talk some, let's talk some uh, shit. I know our first lance out of the way. Hopefully you guys didn't tune out, but no, let's talk <laughs> that about, had to get off the chest. Let's let's talk about some shit, and I mean money in the bank. Yep. And so, I know the majority agrees with me, that because when we were live tweeting money in the bank, that tweet about Saudi and WrestleMania was one of the most... Oh, retweeted yeah. and favorited tweets there. Oh so. yeah, that, that 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 blew up our timeline. That was like, all right, raw, raw. Hey, we got, ta- we got. I mean, not raw. Sorry, what a money in the bank. We got the tag team champ. We had some tag team champions on the show on the pre-show. On the pre-fucking show. The Usos beat Brian, <laughs> Brian and Rowan. Yeah. So the Usos are gonna get another title shot for the twelfth millionth time, probably. Great. I talked to him about that. As Brian literally had an amazing match at WrestleMania. Now he's on the pre-show of Rowan. Now, credit, I mean, credit, still... he has been in their defense, though. He has been injured. He just came back, so he probably hasn't had a program for him quite yet. Who still isn't eco-friendly, by the way. Rowan, of course, I'm talking about. Yeah, people can say that, and I would tell him to lie. But, uh, all right. Oh, so... This first hour, there might be a little negative because the first hour sucked. But I mean, the first match, the women's money to bank wasn't bad. I mean, what did no. you think? Of that? No, I mean the match wasn't. I, I mean the match wasn't actually. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah, say the match was. It was actually a pretty, a pretty good, really good match actually. And you know, I was definitely pleased with the outcome. You know, I was happy that Bailey won. 
Especially knowing what happened later in the night. Yeah, I was like, you know, it was, it was like, cool that Bailey won, but it was like, damn, it'd be nice if she cast that bitch in tonight. But no, yeah. the, match itself, the match itself was actually really good. That Eclipse off the top of the ladder by That Ember was sweet. Was Holy shit. Beautiful. Yeah. Holy shit, that was good. And the whole, you know, Sonya carrying up Mandy up to, I mean, it was cool. There were some really cool spots. I mean, best spots I've ever seen. Said best money in the bank I've ever seen. The spots are amazing. The match is great. Best one. <laughs> Shout uh, out to Dave. And I would like to take credit. I called it. Alan over here thought Mandy was going to win. Yeah. Or an Ember. No, I was like, you, so you definitely called that shit to the T. I will say, though, my predictions were actually pretty bad. I don't know what I... What I, I must have been drinking when I did my prediction show. Because I actually did pretty bad on the predictions this year. I think, I think I did... I don't think I did that hot either. I don't believe, anyway. Well, so it was cool to see Bailey win. It's like I was kind of my. I don't know. I'll get more into it on the cash in. I just don't know if like this is a legit like chance for her. If it's a shot at somebody, Sasha. So it was pretty cool. I I know this match needs no introduction. You know, it's not. It was the first time ever that's happened. I mean, Raymond Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. <sighs> Once again, like I tweeted, is, are they? Is this rivalry based on who can win their match in the fastest now? Yeah, essentially that's what it is because it's like, and you know, because of the ending, we're gonna get another one. Because I say that's the other thing. Was like Vince doing a play at this pay per view of like, is am I like missing some here? That you know. Happened in the sports world where there's like a super controversial call in like the NBA playoffs or. Hockey or something? Like Vince is making a playoff of because what the hell was up with all these ref controversies this, in this show? Say, so was that was that Vince's idea of like, oh, we'll, we'll add a little edge to it, damn it. You want controversy? Garrett sucks. That's controversy. Let's say if you had had Elias come out there and like talk spoilers or something, that was controversy. Like, fucking Garrett sucks. Suck. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I said it. Hot take. Hot take. But, but no, it's like. I mean, and then, like, the fact that Cole's sitting there, my God, how can Joe do this to Ray in front of his teenage son? The motherfucker's 22. <laughs> All right? The motherfucker ain't a teenager no more. Cole's commentary was awful. No, Cole, that's another thing about Money in the Bank. Like, I don't know if Vince told Cole to be, like, you know, sell a lot tonight, but first off, Cole oversold the shit out of it, and it sounded <laughs> awful. I mean, it, it was, was awful. The whole awful. Show. <laughs> it was fucking awful, especially in the men's Money in the Bank match. Holy oh, yeah, crap! That was damn near. I damn near muted and just watched it in mute because his commentary was driving me insane. Just like his, he himself was just terrible. This and he's like, I mean, he's not very good, but this was terrible for Michael Cole's standards. I say this was like holy crap level. Like this was bad. So yeah, Ray won, and we're probably having another match. I'll say controversially or con- whatever the hell, however the hell you want to pronounce that. Uh, it's like you know Joe's shoulder clearly off the mat. Ref misses it. Ray wins the title. Nope, Joe's gonna get a rematch because he didn't win fair. And we're gonna get on Raw SmackDown for the next three weeks, and then the pay per view again the following. I'll say then it's like okay, and then and then oh, uh, what's what's it gonna be? Fucking two minutes, a minute, like. Come WrestleMania 36, it'll be Joe versus Ray again. Oh my God! Well, I know when I'll, I know I know when I'll be going to take a piss again. Well, 
ironically, that's when I took it this year. <laughs> Say it. Well, I'll be. That's actually kind of funny. I'll, that's be, when go, I did I'll it. be going that time this year, the, the, the next year, because well, if, if if they do have a match, well, it'll be short and quick. Say, boy, did I! I even rushed my piss thinking John's music was gonna hit after the WrestleMania match. Yeah, because anyway. like the rumor was John and Joe for like a long time. Oh yeah, what's that short? It's like, but whatever. Up next, The Miz versus Yay. the best in the world. CM Punk? Uh, no, Shane McMahon, <laughs> the best in the world, which is obviously not petty by Vince in any means to be calling someone else the best in the world. I mean, come on now. Yeah, right? obviously. I but, mean. Oh, God. Well, obviously. Oh, fuck. You might as well. CM Punk and AEW made appearances in the first show. Match. Yeah. They're trying to CM Punk and AEW and the women's money in the bank for some reason. It's like, hell, that wasn't even a bad match. But yeah, well, they were well, they were doing most of the, they were doing mostly their Shane versus Miz. Like it, all the chance calmed down in the second hour, but Shane versus Miz, like well, because that match was boring as fuck. Say, I mean, the only thing that wasn't unpredictable is that Shane didn't do a high spot like he every does every damn match. No, Maybe that's he just, the he heel just, right now. He just escapes the cage by Miz having pulled his shirt off. <laughs> like, first off, that's an image we don't want to see. Oh, and that's set. not even the highlight of the match. A rope break. Oh, yeah, the rope break in, in a, a steel, steel cage match. Yeah. Another, another Vince. F controversy part two. Another Vince idea. Yeah, let's have a, okay. Vince, we've been watching cage matches since we were <laughs> just able to walk. All right. We know the rules of a steel cage match. Pinfall, submission, escape the cage. There you go. Rope breaks do not count. Like, what the... F like, are, are you serious right now? I'm under a theory that Vince had, like, a whole bunch of shots in the back for uh, referees before every match and told him, like, drink three of them. It's like, yeah. It's like, stupid shit. Yeah, it's like, here, 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 I bought you three bottles of the finest tequila. Take three of these damn shots before you go do your job. Yeah, but you want to know what's stupid is Vince is the one in their ear telling them, you know... Count Come on, that. do the rope break. Yeah, count that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, he. Uh, oh, yeah. Rope break. Count it. Yep, it's official. What the fuck? <laughs> when the fuck in the history of anything in the history of time has a rope break been in a steel cage match? Never. Or anything noting Q. Say like, well, uh, okay, Vince. Um, fair, fair game. We, we. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're stupid. But it's like, dude, the match itself was very forgettable. Except aside from the rope break, obviously that was the most like when that is your biggest takeaway from a match. And CM Punk chance. Well, it's like obviously we're not. He didn't acknowledge those. But it's like <laughs> you know when that's your biggest takeaway is the fact that like you know you have a rope that no you did not put on a good match. It, it was not. It, go, it was not good. It was bad. Uh, it was very bad. Uh, uh, this is just the epitome of the first hour, I'm going to be honest. Very bad. Two words. Very but, bad, extremely bad, horribly bad. Yeah, we can keep two words. This was cool. I mean, we, the Cruiser, I mean, Suck Brian was on the tag pretty sure, but that means the Cruiserweight's got a main card spot for once. Yeah, except for the fact that that match got no reaction whatsoever. Yeah, because people don't care about 205, unfortunately. Or, or the fact that uh, you know there was a uh, there was a little bit of a reaction for Tony Nice, but yeah. you have a guy Tavari, no. you have a guy who's been gone for seven months, and 
he comes back, gets a title shot, and nobody <laughs> knows who the fuck he is. So, I know it's Dakari's brother. <laughs> literally, everybody is going, like, literally, I saw, like, the fan videos from inside the arena. Everybody was using that match as their food and piss break. Like, I feel bad for the cruiserweights. Here, you're on the main card. Oh, no one's even in. All right, you're not ever on the main card again. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like I said, I can understand, you know, there was a decent, there was a little bit of a reaction for Tony Nese, but you have a guy who's been gone for so long, and first off, people don't pay that much attention to 205 to begin with. That's what I'm saying. And then you have a guy like Davari who nobody the fuck knows who it is. So, yeah, you're going to get that reaction, but of course, they're going to get the shit into the stick and go back to the pre-show. Which sucks. They finally get a non-pre-show spot. Vince puts them in a dumb spot of the card. No one knows who they are. That's all because of his booking. Like, Why don't they ever get main card shots once in a while? Exactly. And we shouldn't have to call Buddy Murphy the best-kept pre-show secret. No. Hell now, no. well, he's not even that. He's the best, <laughs> somewhere. The best, catering, sing- the, the, the best single-kept secret? I don't know. Best catering secret? The best, the best kept catering secret. There you go. There's a good one. All right. So, this, up next, is we find Sami Zayn hung upside down. <laughs> Strowman, he gets kicked out, which leads to the atrocity. I don't think there much, needs to be much said about that. <laughs> All right. Up next is the man, Becky Tubuck's first title defense against Lacey Evans. What did you think about the match? The match itself wasn't bad, actually. Lacey, I think Lacey, I thought Lacey did a really good job for her first, like, really high-profile match. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I thought she did quite well with it. And, I mean, the match itself, I mean, it wasn't, like, the best women's title match ever, but, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was actually quite good. And I, I was, it was good to see Lacey get that, get that spot on a high-profile match and actually, you know, and deliver well. And of course, Becky helped, but, you know, for her to deliver well in that moment, it was, it was good for her. At least it was somebody new in the title picture, too. That's what I'm saying. The whole match was refreshing because it wasn't Charlotte Flair, it wasn't Sasha, oh, don't worry, it wasn't Alexa. Oh, don't worry. I said no, Charlotte Slater. I was like, don't. No, uh, she's actually like literally legit. No, no like literally, like like right after. Like right after, yeah. It wasn't Sasha. It wasn't Alexa. I mean, so it was someone new. So and Lacey Neal, she's not the most experienced. I mean, yeah, she did. I mean, she had some stuff on NXT, but like, she hasn't done anything on the main roster. So for her first match. Well, I mean, she didn't like what a match against a local talent once. Well, she's had a couple of those, but I mean, like for a high-profile match, I thought she did pretty well. I mean, I wasn't bored by any means. No, 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 and, and that's a good thing. It's like you know, she. Kept... I'm gonna be upfront. I hate saying I'm bored, but this pay-per-view bored me for the first hour. Oh so, hell yeah! I'll tell you if it's boring. I did not find Lacey and Becky boring. I actually enjoyed it. So, oh, well, all right. So Becky wins, and out comes Charlotte Flair. Yeah. I don't know if she's scheduled to, but Becky and her man getting said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's have the match right now, back to back. Right. And well, yeah, we have, what? what is it, her ninth now? Ninth. Good jeez. She won again. Talk about, and, and people talk about, like, are you serious right now? Like, people talk about other shit about over, like, Charlotte's a nine-time women's champion, and she's only been on the fucking... Main roster for no more than four years because yeah, like, she was a hunter's, you know, helper at thirty. And I don't remember when she debuted on the main roster. She wasn't on WrestleMania thirty one. I think she was still on NXT at that point. So it's like the only like, women's match at thirty one was AJ. 
and Paige or it's Nikki and Brie. Yeah, so it's like, what? Okay, but, you know, Charlotte wins again. Yay, number nine. Well, then, of course, we get the we get the, the thankful moment of the evening in that regard, anyway. Bailey's music hits. Thank God. People think she's, you know, there's a play, she's staring at Becky, so people are like, okay, she can cash in on Becky, but no, she handed the briefcase and cashed in on Charlotte freaking Flair. Thank, Thank God. God. Thank God. I mean, Charlotte's going to get the towel back soon anyway. Of course. Honestly, but. So she can get number 10 and be well over halfway to 16, 17, 20. God damn it, who knows? <laughs> but. It's like at least you know that was a, that was a that was an awesome spot to see and like we talked about before, I don't we don't know if that's a you know like a legit thing for her or if they're just taking shots at Sasha. I don't want to. I want to like Corey was like, the ref can't do this. Charlotte can't even get up to his get up to her feet. Why the hell is he ringing the bell? This is an operates match. It's like when did that become a thing? Does it were in Money in the Bank cashins? They had to be on their feet first. I say I'm. Has that always been a thing? And I'm just missing it. I say it's like I'm pretty sure, you know, thinking back to the cash-ins that I've witnessed, hmm, half the time they were never on their feet. I mean, or if they were, they were dizzy and just getting up. It wasn't oh, get in the corner, you get in the corner, ring the bell, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like like, you know when Edge cashed in the first, you know, for the first one, you know, John stumbled up into the corner. A bloody mess. I say a blood, and then you know Edge hits him with a couple spears, and it's over. That's the way a Money in the Bank cash in supposed to go. Tell you when Punk cashed in, Batista like Batista bombed Edge a couple times. Rev came in, Punk had the briefcase. Punk picked him up. GTS. Like, yeah, it's like that's the way a Money in the Bank a Money in the Bank cash in supposed to go. Run down, hand the briefcase, hit your finisher, pin champion. Ziggler, Jack Swagger broke Del Rio's leg. You know, ref came down, says so cashing in. Del Rio hopped on one leg, zigzag. I mean, like yeah, it's like that's the way it's supposed to go. Cash. I didn't in. think you're supposed to get a ten count. Like, oh, they can't get up, so the match ain't happening. Yeah, it's like they have to get up hit, no matter hand, what. Hand briefcase, hit finisher, pin, boom. Or well, force them to get to their feet. There ain't no option. Oh, they don't look like they can compete. No cash in. Like what? Like, cause if I remember, I think everybody did get on their feet at some point. The ref had to help them up. But still, point being, get to the all right. Finisher. There isn't the oh. Let me check on, make sure they're okay to go. Corey. Yeah, it's like what? It's like that was just horrible commentary there. Well, it's not just him. That's once again Vince. That beautiful Vince booking. Gotta and love it. Well, I mean, that's Corey being a heel commentator, obviously know, backing up the heel. I mean, obviously, but and he's really good at that, by the way. Oh, he is very good at it. Actually, very Corey's very good at commentary. I really enjoy him. Actually, I'm, I'm glad they found something for him to you know that. And then when he got the chance, he, uh, you know. Well, he has a, he definitely has a aura. This guy pisses me off. Like, cocky yeah, yeah. ass. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how the Bailey run goes. Like, is she just going to be another victim to feed to Charlotte? Is this like, a, oh, look, Sasha, this could have been you if you didn't run and quit. Right. It's just amazing to me how, like, how does it, Direction changed so fast. Like Vince wasn't doing anything with her. Like, yeah, they, I mean, he threw the tag titles on, and they lost to WrestleMania. How do you go from losing to WrestleMania to oh, here's a money to bank cash in? Yeah, it's like, like I said, and before, I, I have... the, and before the tag titles, like he wasn't doing a thing with Bailey. No, she was in the weekly women's six woman tag matches. Yeah, because her first towering tanked. So I thought she was doomed after that. 
and it's like, well, like I said, I think uh, I'm on the I'm on the belief that it's just just really a shot at Sasha. Say, you know, yeah, I know you were pissed too, but you didn't walk out like a little diva. So here, we'll give you what we could have gave her. Yeah, because like she was supposed to win Money in the Bank, and it was like you know from what but, I, the reports I read, she was supposed to win it. I'm seeing this picture going. I don't know if this is recent or people are just having fun with it now. It's a fan Duddy Network has Sasha and says. Don't quit. Be legit. On the <laughs> network. I don't know if that's new or old, but people are posting it. It's like, well, if it ain't old, they're definitely showing it now because Vince is petty. Yep. I don't know. I, mean, you, I guess you could. I don't know if you want to categorize Sasha's at two right now. I don't know, but honestly, you know, as a see punk, he has no problems being petty and taking shots at former superstars. Oh hell time. no! Vince loves that shit. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we might see a program Bailey versus Becky versus Charlotte at SummerSlam, maybe. It's like, oh, God. Which would be cool. Maybe we'd get that. I mean, if Sasha does return, maybe we get the four horsewomen at WrestleMania. That would be sweet, actually. That's just some fancy booking right there. I don't know. Because, I mean, Becky needs a rematch clause. Charlotte needs a rematch clause. They I can see them. Either they they're going to the- waste it on... They don't do the rematch clauses anymore. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. So actually, throw that out because apparently that became a that didn't become a thing. Apparently, that got dropped as a thing. I don't know when, but apparently, it's been dropped. Oh yeah. <laughs> Except for if you're Brock Lesnar. No, because you just got him the briefcase. Yeah. Up next, Roman Reigns versus Elias. Boy, sorry, Elias should have won that match. I'm sorry. Like, and really, the, the fact yeah, Roman's shown walking backstage, Elias hits him with a guitar. And then Roman, of course, comes out. Superman comes out. Superman punches, matches over in less than a minute. What way to the, feed Elias. Yeah, way, way to, way to, yeah, keep, you know, way to, way to just, you know, completely ruin Elias more than you already have. Not a big time, I want to clear it. I'm a big time Roman's fan. This isn't me being a Roman hater. Oh, no, man. no, no, no. We, like, no, we we both love Roman. We're both huge Roman fans, but it's just like Roman didn't need that win. And, and I also really like Elias. That's also part of it. Is Elias, like Elias, is, is Elias is fucking gold, and the fact that you're not using it prop, it's like okay, you know, you have him come out and do his entertaining shtick, and then it's like then when he actually has a match, you make a joke out of it. A two minute match. Like what the? No, that's not how you. I mean, okay, he's over as fuck when he's sitting there doing his songs and shit, but you're not using what you you have there to to further it even more. You're just fucking, you're just really, in, in all actuality, you're just ruining it. Vince doesn't want people to boo ruin, Roman, ruin, boo Roman, but yet he puts Roman in crappy situations like that where he's going to job out, if you want to call it. A very popular like person like people love Elias. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah, good good logic on that one, Vince. <laughs> I don't have much to say. That, that no, match that, that match was irritating like... as holy hell. But there ain't much to say about it. literally a guitar shot. Elias sings Superman punch spear. Yeah. Yeah, literally, it was all done by the time I came back from taking a piss. All right, see, a couple matches were like that on this card. Alright, this is where the show at least start turning around, you know, the Bailey thing, but then Seth Rollins versus AJ. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What were your thoughts on this amazing, this match? No, that was easily probably, well, not easily, shit, that was 
match of the match of the year so far in WWE in WWE terms. That that match was no pun intended fucking phenomenal, as you would expect from. And they burned it down. And they burned yeah. Damn, we're on fire with the puns. I like it. But <laughs> it's like no, literally that that those phrases applied. I mean that match was fucking amazing. But like the only thing, the only thing I I don't I, I, that I hope is that now they don't beat it into the fucking ground, because it's like we had you know obviously they're gonna have at least one more, but knowing their logic, they're gonna have probably six more. You'll see it WrestleMania again next year. I mean, it's like oh, you know if you wanted to wait from now until then to have it again, that'd be great, but not fifteen times in between. I mean, it's bad. The match itself, though, good God, that match was literally uh, a, a definite the definition of what a wrestling match should be. I mean, the storytelling, wrestling clinic. The, the, the storytelling was there. The wrestling was there. I mean, it literally was the true definition of a clinic of what a wrestling match should be. Yeah, I, by easily I just, two of the best in the world right now. Yeah, you want a good. You want to show someone that's not quite into wrestling. You know, show them that AJ. And Rollins match and tell him that that won't get him excited. That won't. Yeah, I say like, how could you? I mean, that that's definitely the the match to do it right there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Words can't describe. I mean, only they. The thing that stands out: Seth went for a stomp, and AJ caught a midair stomp. It hit a Styles Clash. Like that was badass. Like you have to fuck? be damn talented to do things like that. And, there's a reason they're considered, I'll say, two of the best, like you said. I mean, that match, like, I, I tweeted, I can watch those two wrestle forever. Those guys can wrestle forever. Oh, yeah. Give them four hours the whole card, they'd probably I'll say, give, I'll say, give them the whole damn card. They could they could still keep going. And then there's one of my most favorite things on the out of Rollins is to superplex into the rolling suplex. Yep. And that, how much, core, how much core strength do you think that takes? You hit a top rope, you know, superplex. And then you roll over, carrying the guy still with your arm hooked around and hit a regular suplex. Well, without letting go of the opponent. Well, obviously, if you look at Mr. Rollins' physique, he does not miss core day. And, yeah. well, that is CrossFit Jesus. So, it's like the core strength that that takes is like, good freaking God. <laughs> the other thing I was thinking about when they did that, you know, Styles Clash, Styles Clash. Remember when those two moves were banned? Yep. At the same time, also now they're doing like weird sequences. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, th- at least thank you for unbanning those. Yeah, thank God, thank at you, AJ they- Styles, for bringing back. It's no, like, wait. It's like how you know, like well, at least they brought back the stomp because it's probably one of the easier moves to learn how to do. And then it's like got to time it right with his foot. Yeah, so you just got to time it right with his foot, and the person's got to time it right going down. Yeah, and it's like, and then it does, and then Rollins just takes his foot away at the end. It's like you know, it's not hard. And then Styles Clash is like, as long as you don't tuck your chin, L's worth. <laughs> well, Tatsu Yoshi Tatsu was the one that he broke the neck of, and that's why it was banned coming in. Yeah, but then they let him use it, and when AJ showed he's capable of, you know, adjusting mid botch, Ellsworth. <laughs> AJ. They were, say, they protected say, him and like okay then it's like okay this guy knows how to properly do the move you know thank God 
What was the stump man for? Concussion issues, I think. Well, it was it was on it was on the it was on the lines of that move is dangerous because it can cause concussions and of course damage the head. Of course, injuries to the head, all that shit. But again, once they broke it down, it's like, all right, this is you know, it's not as hard of a move as it looks to do. Then it's like, all right, and then you have when you have a, a worker like Rollins who's very safe. <laughs> then, I don't know. People might argue that statement. Oh, shut up. People hold Finn and the John injuries and sting on him. Oh, Jesus. Haven't, he hasn't done anything in four years of any kind of incidents, but those ones like, still held on I mean, hell, fucking Sting even said, it's like, no, it wasn't his fault. Like, things happen. So, it's our business. So did Finn and so did John. Like, John, like, said oh, lowered his head. John said he lowered his head way too far. Yeah, it's like, I mean, you know, it's part of the business. Mistakes Finn happen. Did what he, Finn did that, exactly what they teach you not to do when you bump. Yep. Extend your arm and lock it. Right. So, I mean, so it's like, you know, it, but no, that match was good. God, that match was amazing. It's just like good to that see. To it's another just... piss break. Lars Sullivan attacks the Lucha House Party. Uh, <laughs> wait. No, I, I was out back smoking. I didn't even see that. Wait, really? Yeah, I was out. I, I went out to have a cigarette. Oh, you're the one that told me Kalista actually stiffed him. Yeah, I saw that, like, on the highlights when I came back in. Well, he was bloodied up. Somehow he got bloody. I'm assuming, like you said, somebody stiffed him. Because like, when I saw the highlight back, it looked like Kalisto stiffed him because Kalisto's one of the people backstage that Lars severely pissed off with his tweets that surfaced from years ago. And so it doesn't surprise me that Kalisto would stiff him in the opportunity given. Yeah. Oh hey, I just made a joke. Hey, they didn't black it out. Gray it out. Yay! I wonder on if you rewatch my bank, which I oh, plan on not doing. I say I don't plan on ever doing that, but I'm gonna pick Gray edit will be in there. What men? I know on the the highlight video on YouTube, it's grayed out. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, someone mentioned it might be actually kind of hard to do that in real time. Yeah, you got to do that when you I was gotta, thinking about that. You got to do that after it's been like it's like when they did the top. You know the you know the highlight videos they do on YouTube. They, yeah, yeah. It was it was great out then. Yeah. So Kevin Dunn can't be that much of a genius. I don't think the guy. Kevin Dunn is. I'll say Kevin Dunn isn't a genius in any shape of the word. <laughs> Ever. Well, up next we got Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. No, I mean that match. That match wasn't. I mean, that match was good, don't get me wrong. I, I just was expecting actually a lot better. Yeah, it's like the match... Honestly, I thought it was kind of underwhelming a tad bit. Yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, the best... It was, it was, I'd say average. I, I, not, it was a good match. I'm not saying it's bad. I just... You know Kevin and Kofi are a lot more. I don't think they put out their whole artillery out there. Yeah, I don't think, you know... I don't know if it was time constraint or what, but it was like you def. I, I definitely agree on the whole. You know, you could you you expected more from it, and it, it was like one of those matches that left you feeling like very underwhelmed. You know, it was like, huh? I mean, it was okay at best. It wasn't bad. Well, you knew Kofi wasn't gonna lose. So yeah, it just it was wasn't like, much investment into it. No, it was it was kind of just like you know a, a WWE title match to fit, put on the pay per view. I have a champion there. Yeah, you know? it was like that was. That that was pretty much literally all it was. But it sucks. I'm not a big Kevin Owens guy. I mean, Kofi's yeah. cool. There's this moment, but I would have not been upset if Kevin Owens won that. But... No, I'd have loved that actually. 
no offense to Kofi. I mean, he made history. You know, he deserved. I mean, he deserves a good run. So I don't want him to lose it anytime soon. But I was pulling for KO, even though I knew he wasn't gonna win. You will love and... me. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up, Barry Corbin. Shut up, and there's the cat. Can you pause real quick? No, we're gonna keep going. Let's go. We're gonna get the cat in there. All right. Well, ramble about something. No, we're gonna. Oh, get... <laughs> Amends money in the bank. You can get started then. While I let the cat in. Well, well, all right, all right, guys. Bon Jovi, we're gonna we're gonna commentate Dustin getting the cat. He gets up. He walks to the door. He opens the door. The cat comes in. Angry pussy. The cat comes in. Does does the, the cat's in? Does the cat does the cat scratch Dustin? We don't know. Find out next week on Dustin Cat Adventures. Okay. Anyway, men's money in the bank. <laughs> I hope people listen to that segment. They probably won't. They'll probably turn it off right there. Um. <laughs> so. Okay, men's money in the bank. Yes. <laughs> the match itself. No, the match itself. Actually, the match itself. Awesome. Good God, that was probably one of the best men's money in the bank matches in years. Well, as Cole was building up, saying it was the most devastating. Oh my God! There was okay, a Cole Cole's, commentary. Okay, too. we're not gonna we're not gonna compare Cole's commentary to it, because oh. no, I mean, but literally the I I think this was one of my favorite. I was trying to tweet this, but I didn't know exactly how to word it. It was like this was one of my favorite. I don't know Money in the Bank men's Money in the Bank rosters lineups. I don't you know in it literally in years. Yeah, it was actually really like, deep. And it was deep, it was diverse, skills, you know, skill sets, all that. It was all represented very well. And it was like the spots in that match, holy fuck. I mean, I... Do you I, think I, it's the best, like, where would you rank it on all-time Money in the Bank matches? Oh, shit, it, it has to go up near the top, like, literally. I mean, if, it, I wouldn't say, the, I, I'd still say the first one was the best one. But, shit, you could put this one two or three easily. I definitely think it's the best one they've had since they reformed in, into a pay per view. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That 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 goes without saying. Definitely, since they since they had it as a pay per view. And I think it's better than the one Swagger one at WrestleMania. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's better than the Edge one and RVD wins or not, but no. I mean, it's it's probably like I'd probably put it like tied for third on the best list. Yeah, uh, it's definitely top four. I mean, top. like, literally, I can't imagine how Finn Balor's back feels right now. Ricochet. Or, or Ricochet's, you know, going from the pretty much the center of the ring, over the top rope, through a ladder, and then Andrade out here making a goddamn highlight reel. Hey, who was it that he, in it? was it Ricochet he sunset foot powerbomb? No, that was Finn. Line? That was Finn. Yeah, was Finn's back hit ladder more than anybody else's in that match. I mean, good God! That's why Balor's a beast. Because, like, you know, he does. He gets that, and literally, like, you saw how he like he bounced off that ladder, and then you know he gets smashed between ladders. Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin, power bar or choke slams him. Excuse me, onto the ladder frame, not the ladder. Like it's on its side, the hardest part of the ladder. Mm-hmm. He gets choke slam. I mean, good God. I wonder how Finn was filling up for that match. He probably doesn't want to talk about it. I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> like the pain that he was in after that match. I heard Ricochet. So like him and Ricochet both, like, holy crap. Well, then you had Nicole, you know, Randy Orton, you know, RKO. Taking, their, taking their, you know, legs and sweeping off underneath the ladder and hitting the RKO on it. I mean, those were cool. So 
say those are always cool. And then uh, Ali spot Ali had some pretty good damn spots in that match too. Oh, there's so many good spots. And I can't remember, honestly, it's but. like, and then but, well, the 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 greatness comes crashing down. Literally, it came crashing down on the cameraman. It came cra- yep, that that poor cameraman. Yeah. The, the greatness so, is- all right i'll say it's so the backstory they, i say as you guys already know you watch they're playing up that you know zane was taken out he was the eighth man there was no eighth man so it's like okay are they actually gonna go about seven are they just gonna do seven this year like what what the hell is going on because like bronze injured so you knew it wasn't gonna be him yeah it's like okay i guess we're only having seven and then well think again the lyricals to one of the best instrumentals Hit. Say so the one of literally, and that's the thing that sucks because he has such one of he has one of the best instrumentals in WWE history, but he's one of the biggest piles of shit in WWE history. Like, what the fuck? And out. Okay, okay. Boxing come out. Oh, you know we should say Ali standing there looking at the briefcase. You know, he, there's no one in. He was going to pull it down. So this one's even made it more awkward. So if I was Ali, I'd just pull it down and said, fuck you, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, then he'd probably be out of a job. Yeah, Ref was telling him. Because no one knew. Who? Count, no one knew Brock was going to be in this match. Yeah, nobody knew who it was. They just got, like, before the match, they just said, all right, somebody's going to, you know, Ali, you're going to be up on the ladder about to grab it. You're not going to grab it. Somebody's going to come out, knock you off the ladder, and win. Well, I don't even know if they knew because, well, we'll get to this after Brock wins who the planned winner was. I'm sure people already know, but yeah, his music hits. And got, okay, he's going to do this. Brock Lesnar's fat ass was actually ran down the ring. Like, how much did they pay Brock Lesnar to actually run? And you could definitely tell it took its toll because he was red as fuck in the face. <laughs> and then he had a hard time climbing the ladder. He didn't even look like he kept looking down and positioning his feet, <laughs> acting like he was going to like looking like he was going to fucking fall. He looked like he was climbing up the ladder as slow as the guys that got beat up the whole match. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then you realize, oh my god, no, it, this this has to be a joke. No. Yeah, because I'll say literally all he did was Ali was standing there and Brock pushed it down on him. Now he he was he was standing there on the ladder. Lesnar comes running down, all flabby and shit, and then <laughs> runs in the ring, pushes Ali pushes the ladder over with Ali on it, sends Ali out of the ring. Sets the ladder back up. Literally proceeds to take about five minutes to learn how to climb the damn thing. And then well, all the other superstars are like, oh my god. Yeah, and then, like, the picture of... I don't know if you all have seen this, but the picture of Randy Orton's face. Sitting... He's he's sitting... He's laying outside the ring up against the barricade. Obviously in pain from what he had just gone through. And he's just looking up at Lesnar holding the Money in the Bank briefcase thinking, what the fuck? fuck is this which is funny because i'm pretty sure him and randy are friends in real life i mean but it's just like even you know but still randy yeah this dude don't need to come in here and take this randy's randy's also you know he might be his friend but he's also a man of the business and i hope he is it's like he understands it's like he's he's gonna sit there and think okay what the fuck why is this dude coming in here and oh, this is who they were talking. About? You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> this is who they were talking about. Well, imagine Ricochet laying down there and Finn with their backs destroyed. Like Ricochet's literally laying through a broken half ladder. Like you may hear that music go off. Like, I'm saying Finn's laying. We killed ourselves just so. It's like Finn's laying there, probably like needing a chiropractor ASAP. 
And we, we killed ourselves so this bitch can come in, get not even touched, knock one ladder over, and win. Climb it and win. But yet still sweating like a fucking dude. You know what's physically damaged? Most physical damage he did was fucking knocking a ladder into the cameraman. <laughs> like, what's the point of that? But yet still, but yet still sweating like he had just wrestled the whole match. Like, what? All right. I get it. You're running in, you know, someone's about to grab the briefcase, so you have to make it look like you're trying to stop at all costs. So you push a ladder down on your way. Like, what? Say, why didn't you just run past it? <laughs> and it's like people are like well why didn't the cameraman get out of the way they didn't account for Lesnar pushing the damn thing over who expects somebody to run in there and push it over like it wasn't even his way it was he could have just ran around it I'm saying literally he could but to make himself just look, obviously Ali was just standing there staring at him it's like <laughs> well to make himself more look like a destructive beast he's gonna push <laughs> the ladder over no you know what Lesnar Fuck you, and fuck you too, Vince. Thank you. I just know, like, Ali went in, like, he was a planned winner. Yeah. He was supposed to win that day. And yeah, obviously, him, plans changed. Until, they told him literally up until that afternoon when they were getting to the arena that he was the planned winner. They just drew in him, and then they went with Ali, and then obviously went with Lesnar. But... Oh, shut, shut up, damn it. Say. Ali's just saying, like, what the fuck? So he he's all gazed and it's like, if I was him, he would probably got fired. I would pulled the briefcase. I was saying, you know damn well he'd have got fired, but. No, because all you know they would have done is have him be in a squash match next night on Raw for the briefcase. Yep. Because Lesnar was Taking there the... all of Raw, all three hours. So, my thoughts are like, is this for real? Like, who, who this, booked this shit? This has to oh, be a joke. Anyway. Nope, it's not. Holy shit. Is this a joke? Oh, wait, no, he actually is, and he's using this as a damn boombox. Which, I'm not going to lie, that was pretty damn funny. So, but, I mean, it was a swerve, I'll give him that. I was like, it was given that, I did not think, I did not think that, of all people, Brock Lesnar would add Mr. Money in the Bank to his resume. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, honestly, if I would just show up on Ross at one house, I can get handed to him. I don't the know what's more fun. Like, I don't know what's more fucked up. Like, the fact that Brock Lesnar this late in his career has added Mr. Money in the Bank to his resume, or the fact that the guy that came up with Money in the Bank never became Mr. Money in the Bank. I love bringing him up. I kind of like Jericho's shots. He was taking it. Vince and Oh, yeah, Brock I loved him. That. that was... And then, of course, Ali's shots, or Ali's shot that he took on, on Lesnar. That's the most wrestling he's done in a year. I like that one, too. And then there's a... Uh... I'm so glad that, you know, WWE invested in a nice, young talent, Brock Lesnar, where he needed the opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love that. Jericho is still, like, the fucking GOAT, bro. Jericho. Right, here's the official treat. Awesome to see Brock Lesnar win the Money in the Bank match, even though he wasn't officially entered. <laughs> Brock is the future of the biz and the perfect example of genius booking shows. Why don't you will remain on top forever? Go Brock. <laughs> yeah, it's like obviously if you cannot sense the sarcasm in that tweet, you're an idiot. And Thing is, there's actually people that comment saying, "Dude, stop being petty." Like, like he doesn't give a flying fuck. He's about to headline a big show on Saturday. So he's about to headline a new company show against one against the best in the world, Kenny Omega. Like. 
You think he gives a fuck what Vince is doing? So no. my whole thing about the Lesnar thing, I don't have words on it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's all I have to say. I was like, literally, it. honestly, that's the best way to sum up that ending. The whole pay-per-view in general is just like, what the fuck? Like, why, what are we watching? You didn't know what the fuck. You were, you were watching a discombobulated mess, to be honest. So you had breath controversies, job out matches, matches that we've seen 8 million times, like, so let's uh, let's do our let's do our annual on a scale of one to ten. What grade does Money in the Bank get? Probably a three. It'd probably be a two or one if it weren't for the second hour. I'm gonna go with two point five. I'll give it a three, three point five because of Rollins and Styles. I mean, into Bailey cashing. I give it cool. a two. I give it a two point five. The only redeeming parts being the Bailey cash in and of course AJ and Rollins. And the and the men's money in the bank up until the end. Like we discussed though, real quick is as I said, Ali was a planned winner. Like, would you have been cool with that? If, oh, like, I would. I, I, I would have been perfectly fine with Ali winning it. I would have that would that would have been because I, I think Ali's a, a great performer. I think he's a great wrestler, and for I, I think he you know I, I would like to see him like get that kind of a. I would have liked to see him get that kind of a push to see, you know, how he would do with it. And I, I would have been perfectly cool with it. 100%. Are you being biased because you met him? He was really chill with you about Red Bulls. Oh, shit. We still, we still need to talk about our sugar-free Red Bulls. But no, no, no. I, I mean, you know, I'm not, not saying that out of bias at all. Like, uh, I would have been, I would have been cool with that. Uh, you know, I think he's a great wrestler and a great performer. And I would like to have seen what he could do with that kind of a push. But, Unfortunately, it didn't happen. That's the second time he's been screwed over, too. Yeah, Kofi. He's supposed to be in Kofi's spot. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, that one really wasn't a screw over because, well, he got injured. But at least, you know, but this one, this one definitely. I mean, game until you're going to win, just have a bitch. Yeah, say like, this one. Time. This one literally is a screw over because you're like, yep, yeah, you're gonna win. You're gonna win. no, wait, you're not. Sorry. We're gonna have the part time bitch. That we always rely on old reliable for because our ratings suck. So we think Brock Lesnar's gonna help him. Nope. Sorry. Then God knows how much they paid Lesnar to say the whole raw. I say imagine how shit. That's probably why he wasn't on SmackDown because they used his budget on Raw. <laughs> like he won't be back to like SummerSlam or something. Let's say because like. You know, he stays the whole three hours, which is very uncharacteristic for him. And oh, so then, they had to build him up as cashing in. And then, like, tonight on SmackDown, it's just it's just Heyman in the briefcase. Like, just standing out there rubbing it like a fucking genie bottle. Which would do what? It's like, which would do what exactly? The Lesnar's would... not backstage, so what's the point of Heyman carrying around the briefcase? Just to let the champion know that the beast is always lurking. <laughs> no, he's not lurking. He's sitting on his fucking farm in Minnesota, getting fat as shit, while you while he waits for Daddy Vince to pick up the phone and say, "Here's your six hundred thousand for a pay per view appearance. You're gonna cash in tonight." Like that's all he's waiting on. <laughs> oh God. Well, okay. I think that about wraps up. That does. That wraps everything up. Um. So let us know. I mean, I'm sure everybody and their mom have had their reactions to this out, but if you are watching this, let us know your thoughts. I mean, are we completely dickheads? Our analysis is wrong, or do you agree with what we're saying? Please let us know. Friday, we will be doing good old double or nothing. Preview which show. I'm a lot more like 
It's not like pulling teeth out to talk about WWE Money in the Bank. This one I'm actually legit looking forward to. So, uh, yeah. Until then, stay gold, my friends. Deuces!